What's up and welcome to episode 76 of How Not to Summon a Podcast. As always, I'm Shini Senpai and this week I'm joined by the self-proclaimed manservant, Jim. Yeah, I am. And that man who's not afraid to disguise himself in a dress, Grayson. I look good, alright? I've got the legs. And this week we are doing episode 1-6 to six of the anime Black Butler. So we'll jump in like we always do with the genre of this. It's a dark comedy, a dark fantasy. We all agree with that? Do you find it funny? I found it funny. Yeah, I found it funny, but not no. for the reasons that... Uh, yeah, yeah not, not for the reasons Not for the be. intelligent not for the reasons. <laughs> not for the no, this, was, this wasn't funny because they wrote good funny. Yeah. This was funny because of what the fuck we got on the screen. <laughs> find out later, our What ratings. the fuck <laughs> did the original audio sound like? I want to listen to the proper. I want to hear the Japanese. Yeah, yeah to see if they've got it. Japanese but English accents. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, maybe we should dig that out and have a look. Yeah, we should have a look at that. So it was directed by Toshiya Shinoshara. Ooh. <laughs> who, uh, <laughs> who uh, he directed things like Anohana, uh, Nagiyasu. He's actually done some really good You're just animes. Making up words. No, no, genuinely, like Nagiyasu is actually a really good anime. It's like a surprise really that he did this i'll take your word for it <laughs> this is big though people fucking love yeah. this. this is massive we've um going to some of the london comic cons and stuff we've seen people dressed up as black but yeah it's like much. it's it's big people it's i cosplay talk to big. like bump into randomly because i worked in retail before whenever i would talk about anime this was one that they always say, it's in Black Butler. Yeah. yeah whenever I massive. mentioned like oh i like comedy anime and i like space nandy because it's the best they're like oh, have you seen black butler it's, if you it's like lovely. comedy, go check out yeah. Black Butler. <laughs> not for not for the right reasons. I don't think this is funny anywhere else in the world, except in England, because the fucking accent. Yes, is in yeah. This. That, I mean, we would only Good find it funny. When God, we were <laughs> I'm just so. I, I don't know about you guys, but I'm trying so hard not to go straight into the accent. I know. Fuck me. Just so, an hour and a half of impressions. The studio of British people doing what Americans think British people sound like. <laughs> How meta. <laughs> The studio that did this is actually a massive studio. It was A1 Pictures. They did Fairy Tale, SAO, Your Lion April, massive animes. So big studio. Which Fuck is, this studio. Which is another reason Fuck why this, this was big, I think, because the studio, you know, it had the studio's name attached to it as well. Yeah, and it had. Did not anyone know a Square Enix written at the yeah, top? Yeah, I saw there? Square yeah, Enix. Yeah. The fuck did Square Enix have to do with this? Uh, they part of the dubbing team, possibly. Really? Possibly, yeah, I think this so. This is a Funimation thing, isn't it? Oh, maybe not. They, they're game makers more than anything. Yeah, they're a game company, game yeah. Maybe there's a game Black Butler as well, like a visual novel. Fuck me. <laughs> Fucking hell. That'd be a treat for the ears. <laughs> <laughs> Red Boy Jim, it was, it was. <laughs> Do you press the A button, Gavna? <laughs> so, voice <Fucking> actors. <laughs> Let's get some voice actors. It's, it's going to be like Hold on, no. The studio. The studio that made this. Yep. Fucking animation was shit. Not that it was bad, bad. Everything looked I fine th- still. I think it was right for the time it was made. The probably. motion in this was fucking horrendous. Yeah. It was like it was constantly at 20 frames. Like it was just missing a bit. And it, yeah, it looked not old, but not new. It was yeah. like in between Un- the two. Unfortunately, obviously, I named things like Fairy Tale, SAO, and Your Line, Very Open, which are all visually... Superior. Super, yeah. And... 
then you look at this and you're like, well, that can't be the same but, studio. But I think this was the studio in its young days. Don't get me wrong. All the characters looked fine when you hit pause. It was when they were in motion. It just felt very lazy. Yeah, no, I get that. What year did this come out? Anybody know? I know you were saying about Fairy Tale. Yes. Is visually good. Yes. But actually a, go back yeah, to fairy, its first season. No, Fairy Tale's visually good in a, in a comic book style. Yeah, in that style. It's but a young, colourful style. Yeah, this but season, even in the first season... No, it's still good. It's still it was all right. It got it was fine. Yeah, but budget goes but up. It, yeah, that's what I'm on about. Like it depends on the year that this came out to probably when the animation was. Because Black Butler's got a second season. I'm sure the am- so animation has year, improved. There yes. is a live action version. Oh. oh fuck off! Add that to the film list, baby, because yes, that's a fucking that's on there. It's going on the film. Oh, how can if they've we got the not? accents as well? And it's it's 2014, so it's not even old old. Oh, what okay. About, oh, well, the so, film. Sorry, the film. Yeah, yeah. just so. Re- yeah, when when did the thing come out? Because that would have been after the series. Two thousand eight, the first episode. Yeah, so it was. So yeah, don't it, get me wrong. Everything's an anime boom. Yeah, yeah, but everything looked like if you paused it, it looked fine. It was when it was in motion. It just wasn't a lot of motion. No, I get that, and I don't think you know. Co- what I, mean? I don't think no, the, no, the characters yeah. didn't move a lot. It was a lot of that lazy. You know what they're doing Digimon, where yeah. they hold the pause, but they do that zoom in. Yeah, yeah. And I it's thought... it's more like an, an effect that they put on after on a still image to make it look like motion rather yeah. than it was that lazy era of yeah. of anime. Now we don't get that that much. Every now and then you might get a sweeping on a speech or something. But what what are you supposed to anime? What are you supposed to anime? <laughs> this was every fucking episode. There is a lot of speech in this one isn't it? a lot there's not so much action it is a lot about and the action that there is it's a lot of characters well, trying right. to sound clever and intelligent yeah yes it does that's what it's trying well to apart from four of them none of them do <laughs> well, apart from the staff not yeah. one single fucking person in this sounds good there's no voice actor you're like no. no they did a good job which is which i mean it brings us on to voice actors i don't mind sebastian i tried to circle that back i tried to do you a job but yeah. I, d- I don't mind sebastian's <laughs> voice acting it's okay so, passes for the time and what it's supposed yeah, to be. Probably the least jarring being well, British. Well, he's at least over the top British. Yeah. He's just a That's because they don't they don't try and fucking sound like Cockneys. Just don't do it. <laughs> don't so, throw... And whoever did it did their homework. Don't get me wrong, because there's bits like Egypt, which is a very colloquial it's southern kind of Midlands 1800s. thing. Yeah, That's what they went for. And it's fucking dreadful. <laughs> Doesn't work. Pack it in. I mean, it's what we would jokingly say what the accents would be like. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you're trying to... That, this is the accent we do when we do take the piss out of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Yeah, when we're just That's that Mary accent. Poppins. Yeah. Oh, blow on me, Mary Poppins. That, exactly. It's exactly. that, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's what we do to take the piss. Fuck me. It, and quite... It could be what they sounded like back then. Like, Surely it is. What no. people... No Cockney people in the 1800s probably were like that. Do we all watch The Office here, the American one? Yes. Right. Do you know when Andy does Sweeney Todd. This is the accent that Andy puts on when he's doing Sweeney Todd. Anyway, voice actors. CL, Phantomheim. He is voiced by Brianna Plase- uh, Plasena? Plasenta? Plensia? Brianna Plensia. Uh, she was Sakura in Zombieland Saga, and she also voiced Unogasai in You missed in an A Future in that, Plensia. There you go. Unogasai in uh, Future Diary. I recognise the voice. Oh, Okay. Fair enough, yeah. The I didn't recognise the voice. Young lad is you. Yeah. Sebastian was voiced by J. Michael Tatum, also known for being Erwin Smith in Attack on Titan. Yeah. I, I recognise the voice of that guy. He's he's put on a British accent, you could tell. Really? When he's done it. <laughs> but 
It's not that bad. It's not far from it's the role. It's fucking dreadful. It's not far from the kind of role of like Commander Irving that we got in AOT. Yeah. Yes. Don't get me like, wrong. The voice acting sounded like it would have been fine if you had just gone, don't fucking do that. Because all, <laughs> like, all the connotations and everything were fine. It was just the accents. Yes. Yeah. Which is not voice actor's fault. That's voice director's fault. Yeah. I, I Like I said to you with this, I don't mind the anime. I mind the fact that they tried to put on voices for the anime. There was no need to put they're on the voices. To, they're trying to set the tone and date. They don't need the, Oh, it's set the tone, all right. <laughs> Fuck me. I, I didn't gather the voice actors for the staff. I, I felt like... Why not? Ju- no, because it didn't justify them being named. Why because, not? No, just one with a sig, because that is a running Square Enix joke that every video game they make, there's one person that always has a sig in their mouth as a character. Yeah, Bargroy. And it, yeah. The chef slash maintenance guy. In all the Final Fantasies, it's Sid. And then there's Finnan, the gardener, and Mayrin, the maid. Yeah. None of them are competent in their jobs. And the other butler that becomes a big butler and a small butler. That's because he runs out of energy. He's always we'll, drinking we'll tea. <laughs> Ratings. Anyone want to take a stab? IMDB. This is going to be high. I know it's going to be high. 8.9. I'm fucking... I'm overshooting here. I'm going for the moon. <laughs> for the moon! I'm going for the moon as well. 9.2. So, it got a 7.8. Oh, fuck me! We overshot! 7.8 out of 10. <laughs> On IMDb, and I have got a Rotten Tomatoes score of this out of 100%. (laughs) (laughs) Out of 100% Rotten Tomatoes. Um, This is an audience score. An audience score. Okay. 93. Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah. You said it like I say it. 85. 85? Um, It got an audience score of 60%. Oh, fucking no. Fucking, what the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> you, uh, you, you both shot way too we, high I was fucking going for the moon on this I was like I know it's loved I know people like it I was going Elon Musk with this I was going straight to the moon It's Yeah not as well received as you might think Yeah right, straight. Clearly we, it is. we pulled a bitcoin on that one I think yeah. it, I think it, <laughs> We aimed high and fucking failed I think it probably just came out at the right time For it to be popular Yeah it's probably one of those that stood out among shit Yes yeah, it probably Like came, the yeah, in flood of the right crap time. Or you had a load of people go, oh, this is really good. It's different. And then it, like, ten it years down yeah. the line, people go, oh. I mean, yeah, 2008. Name another comedy anime for around a, the early 2000s. For a start, it's not set in Japan. No. As well. London. It, you know, and then they attempted to put the accents in there as well. They attempted Ooh. to try and set the date, you know, to put you back there. It's a different style that I guess made it popular at the time. Don't get me wrong. It had a good idea. I loved the idea of it. Like when I read the synopsis, yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm fucking. I'm actually going to pay attention, pay attention, not get a bit drunk and watch it. And I, yeah. I didn't drink watching this, and I wish I had. Yeah, should we go into it? Yeah, go on. Episode yeah. one. Episode let's do one. It. Uh, episode one. It opens with Ciel and Sebastian, and it makes it very clear straight from the start that there is some sort of contract that has been formed between the two of them. Ciel's got his eye patch. And Sebastian covers his seal with his glove. We don't it? understand what that is for ages, but no, no, it takes a while. It takes what we it's just episode a, three, uh, end of episode two. Yeah, when they episode actually two, decide think, that there's yeah, a storyline. Right, episode, yeah, episode four. Yeah, <laughs> don't get me. I preferred episode one before Why? they brought in a storyline. No I just story no. I thought it. the characters were quite quirky and funny in a sitcom kind of way. Okay, okay. Yeah, it was a dark comedy. Yeah, so. exactly. That's what I thought it was when it, I was like, oh, this is all right. I mean, the accents are fucking hilarious. <laughs> Hilariously bad. Yes. So, you get the large mansion, you see, you know, he's got, this kid runs this family mansion now, and Sebastian, his butler, he's like his personal servant, 
Sebastian. He delivers him luxury breakfasts in the morning and things like like an option of like four different things uh, yeah, that you can. We have from. cereal, salmon, a breakfast bar, or scones, <laughs> and a salmon. I'll have scone. No, yeah. that's scones. And scones. they got it fucking wrong. Research what? posh boy Londoners scones. scones. No, it's, it's not. not. It's, it's a scone. scone. It's a scone. It's a scone. Talking, I know it's a scone. You're talking. Don't get me wrong. No, it's royal, a scone. No, people of aristocracy say scone. 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 Scone is commoners. Yeah, no. people from Hull say scone. <laughs> no, we say scone. Exactly. So we find Sorry, out. Scone. <laughs> we find out that there's a meeting. <laughs> you're welcome. There's going to be a meeting that day. Uh, CL's got to meet with one of his uh, district. Distributors, I think he was for the toy them, company. Yeah, yeah the fact, Italian one of his dude. factory. So yeah, CL owns a toy company. That's his. That's almost a front for what he really does. Yeah, is that his family run is businesses. It a front? A to- yeah, it is, or is it just? No, I think it's that. a legitimate toy company. Oh no, it's a legitimate. He's a legitimate businessman. I fucking love that. Yeah, they but that's put it still in a India. front to what? Got <laughs> 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 an Indian toy factory. It would make fit. It would make sense. Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. That's what I mean. He also likes Earl Grey tea. You know, the yeah. proper British gentleman that he is. He'll only drink Earl Grey. There's a lot of a Sam for me. Do you know, fair play. They put a lot of they emphasis put, on tea in this. They, they did, put, yeah. About and the importance of a good tea. <laughs> We're all we sat around with a cup of tea right now. Except <laughs> she, oh, no, Sheenies is on I the side know. there, isn't it? <laughs> and it's all it's all different teas every time. It's never what, oh, yes. The tea's never appeared. Apart from that disgusting Italian tea. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. Who the hell would drink that? <laughs> So Sebastian goes to leave after serving the tea and breakfast. And as he walks through the door, CL throws a dart at him. And he sort of catches it over his shoulder. That's the first indication that something's not right in this little... Uh... He also fucking missed. Yes. Well, <laughs> did, yeah, well, it was just If he caught it there, yeah. like in the peace sign next to his ear, he's missed. I get where you're coming from as well. With the lazy animation. That was lazy animation. It was, it was right very there. lazy. Because they missed the throw. Yeah. All they do is the bit where it goes towards the, him. The whip. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Uh, I and see what you're on about. You see what I, I mean? Like, yeah. I like the little two-finger catch. So. Yeah, it was cool. cool. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> All the ideas were great, but I think the generation really lets it down because it's fucking lazy. Yeah. We get the introduction to our three other, oh, well, four characters that work within the mansion. You've got Finney, who's the gardener. May Rin, who's the maid. Bardroy, who's a chef and a maintenance guy-ish. I don't really know what his I think he's just a fucking bit of Joe Bloggs, isn't he? Yeah, he's Andy fucking man. And Andy there's Tanaka, the old butler that works there. Like, must you know, must have worked for mum and dad. He's going to be a big boy, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's going to be a big boy. He's going to be boy. a big boy. It, I, th- it's always, I think it, he's going to be one of those guys who pops up with wise words. Yeah, or he's just going to be... It. More powerful than all of them because of his age and I don't everything. think I think he's just gonna no, I think he's say gonna, a piece and he, he'll have you information. Think he's gonna, mindful. They'll go to the yeah, story. He's, he's very he's mindful. gonna pull that dickhead at the end of Gone in Sixty Seconds. He's gonna hit you in the feels, is Tanaka. No, I think <laughs> no, he's I, don't think, I reckon be, he's gonna demon form it. Demon form that has no demon form. I bet he does. I bet he's got a, Take I bet that he's tea got away from him. Tail and everything. He only drinks <laughs> Japanese tea, by the way, yeah, Tanaka. He's, yeah. really, he's he's got one of the Japanese cups. We see the day-to-day running of the mansion. You see that Sebastian is a very the only one very that works. Good, the only one, <laughs> very good butler. Yeah. You know, he he runs that. <laughs> he is one hell of a butler. <laughs> He's fucking not. How many times does that fucking get said? And ev- three times mind, an episode. But it's always I fucking the camera whenever he yeah. does it. He is fucking at you. He does also I do can't... the thinking thing, like yeah, I, I know. Every time there's some weird way he delivers it, and it's never good. 
We see that the trio, uh, Finney, Mayrin, and Bardra, I'm just going to call them the trio from now on, um, and we'll ignore Tanaka because he only pops up every now and again. We see the trio, they're talking about the fact that, you know, they're not very good at their job and they really want to, now that this meeting's happening that day, they want to prove themselves as good employees and make sure that the meeting goes down well. The little dingly bell rings in the mansion and CL has demanded parfait before his dinner. And uh, is told no by Sebastian. What this the is... fuck is parfait? Parfait. It's a dessert. Parfait! It's a dessert. It's a dessert. Yes. <laughs> CL also demands that the family portrait of his mum and dad in the grand foyer be taken down because he's the head of the family now and doesn't want to look upon their faces anymore. Just me that wanted a, a, a portrait? Yeah. I kind of want one. Yeah. Of, like, like, just a massive grand just me. one of you just standing just me. with the cane. Like. Yeah. No, sat, sat in a, a, a gold chair. I like the cloak as well. Yeah, right. I know. I'm about it. I'm about it. I want, right, I want the top hat. right in the entranceway. Oh, well. I'd put it in the kitchen. And the top hat. <laughs> you haven't got to go in there if you're rich. You don't need to access exactly. it. Exactly. So everyone should see me at all times. <laughs> just one <laughs> I want you all to carry a pocket-sized yeah. photo. Our studio me. has pictures of me in it. Of course it does. So if you're ever asked, what do you do oh, for what? a living? You go, I... <laughs> That's pictures of me. John, all three of us. All three of us. Top hat, cane, and clothes. <laughs> it needs to be done. <laughs> Professionally painted. The black, yeah. the black butler poster. <laughs> With real English boys. <laughs> what is... <laughs> While this has gone on, the trio have completely messed everything up. Uh, so, Finney the gardener has... He thought it was a good idea to overspray weed the killer. weed killer and has destroyed the garden. So he has to do The chef once. decided that to cook the food quicker, he would use a flamethrower and has burnt you know out what? the entire kitchen. That's a flambé, that. <laughs> <laughs> He's flambéed the meat. And the maid has broken all of the china, the good china. Because she was trying to reach it without getting some stairs. Yes. Sebastian turns around and goes, don't worry about me. Have you had an accident at work lately that wasn't your fault? No, it's actually, <laughs> this is Remember Victoria. Have you had an accident at work sometime? Call blimey. Call Get the blimey. stairs. I lost <laughs> my hand in the weaving machine. <laughs> weaving machine. <laughs> Stop over-exaggerating. It was but a prick. <laughs> Prick me finger on the spindle, I did. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sleeping Beauty was real. <laughs> she just cocked me and was from the 1800s. <laughs> can, I, can I give her a smooch? <laughs> Fuck it, that's a nice apple. <laughs> he touched me, he didn't, he didn't ask. <laughs> 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 oh, what's well, that's getting on. Women rights at the moment, that's pretty funny. What? <laughs> Women's rights are fucked at the moment in America. <laughs> Kiss We're in a sensitive time. True love's kiss saved you. <laughs> oh, no. No consent. I'd rather be dead. <laughs> Where's that little fella? Right. Anyway. <laughs> the dwarves, Jim. The dwarves. The eyes glance down. <laughs> the little fella. <laughs> That's the other Jim. <laughs> So, going back, Sebastian solves the crisis with the garden by creating, in a very short amount of time, a Japanese stone garden. Just in time for the visitor, the Italian gentleman who owns the factory, to come and visit. CL does business over board games, because he's a child. The board game looked pretty fun, though. It, it did it, look I'm not going to lie. Well, it's a bit... It's just it's a... Quite a how, fucked up one, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Can you get to the end? 
with at least a torso. <laughs> that is a Victorian game right there. <laughs> it is. <laughs> the Italian businessman, he asks for £12,000 to help expand the company. That's a lot of fucking money back then. Twelve yeah, grand. Uh, CL doesn't really want to talk business at the time, though. He's more interested. He's like, no, we have a board game to play. Let's finish the board game. Then we'll deal with business. <clears throat> so in your voice. What? No, no. Play. <laughs> <laughs> the Italian goes to step out of the room for a minute. And there's a brief moment where he steps away and he's like, how childish. And CL hears him and is like, excuse me, what was that? <laughs> Bitch says what? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> That's a British they go, school thing, isn't they it? Go to, <laughs> they go to the Japanese. They go to eat al fresco, don't they? Because the china, yeah. the good china has been broken. So they go to eat outside, and they have Japanese dodenbori, uh, raw beef dish, for dinner. And Mayrin goes to go and pour the tea for the gentleman, and she gets so flustered because Sebastian's watching her that she fucks up and spills it. And just as it's about to spill onto the Italian's lap, Sebastian whips the tablecloth away and saves the day. Get those fucking glasses fixed. And, yeah, uh, right. <clears throat> the Italian's like, oh, you've got a great butler there, haven't you? And this is when Sebastian goes, well, sir, I'm just one hell of a butler. CL suggests that they go to finish the game. Uh, the Italian's not particularly pleased with this. He wants to discuss business. Uh, so he goes to storm out of the room and he's like, I have to make a phone call. Oh, you missed all the bits, like, get consumed by the flames. Yes. Yeah. During, a leg. During yeah. the board yep, yep. game, the Italian loses a leg, his character loses a leg, and then his character is consumed by flames. This will come up in a second. And he sees the eyes of the dead and shit yeah. like that. We get to listen in on the Italian's phone call, and it turns out that he's trying to fleece CL. Uh, he's trying to con him out of the 12K. He's actually already sold the factory and just wants that extra 12K, and then he's going to run away with it, basically. However... In the darkness, in the shadows, he's been overheard. We all know Sebastian had heard him. He goes to go back to the meeting and gets lost within the vast corridors of the mansion. And he starts seeing all the ghost faces, the, you know, the faces of the dead. He finds the main foyer, falls down the stairs, breaks his leg, like <laughs> in the game. <laughs> cool, blimey, he's broke his leg, he has. <laughs> Fucking painting. That's literally all that him. happens. Like, the well, maid, the maid goes, like, oh, yeah. cool, blimey, is your leg all right? And then he's crawling <laughs> Did down you the see stairs? the fucking look of it? Yeah. <laughs> no, love, it's fucking not. Mamma mia! At this point, you should have gone full fluid Italian. It's <laughs> waving his hands everywhere. I mean, they went full British, don't they? Yeah, exactly. Full British. <laughs> he gets up, goes to run through the house some more, and you see that Sebastian is kind of following him, toying with him. And he crawls into this dark room, and behind him he feels a handle, and he's like, oh, what's this? Is this a cupboard? Is it a doorway? And he opens it and claw crawls inside. Why would you do this? And it's <laughs> he's crawled into... He's done well to get into the <laughs> oven. probably thought it was a lazy Susan or something. It's like up and down in the walls. <laughs> he crawls into the oven, and Sebastian switches the oven on. Uh, we all thought he was dead, right? Yeah. Like, I thought he was just cooked. Uh, it was. <laughs> and there's also a mention. Of Sebastian dessert. turns and goes, when the chap who comes to clean comes, well, I thought the maid's job was that, but he's like, can you make sure they thoroughly clean out the oven because there's a one hell of a mess in there. And that's when I thought he was dead, but then it just cuts to the guy who's like, burnt, 
broken leg just hobbling down the driveway. <laughs> you were the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> and there's some dramatic music. That's the end of it. He's standing one. there at the window, watching <laughs> isn't he? He's like, With his grape mm. juice, yeah. <laughs> he is! He's there at the window. He's like, mm, yes, I assume if you've lost my trust, it's gone forever, like I said. And we go into episode two. Episode two, the trio, they're uh, in the mansion. They're talking about the fact that they've got a rat problem going on. This means two things in this episode. Yep. So there is actual physical rats within the mansion, and there's also rats within... CL's the Red business. Dead, Red Dead Redemption 2 version of a rat. Yeah. He's a rat! We see CL, he's hosting a group of nobles uh, within his billiards room. I thought it was like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. It fucking looked like it, didn't it? The, the elites have gathered. Uh, billiards room, for those who don't know what that means, it's basically just your games room. It's where a pool table is. It's where you play beer pong. <laughs> it's fucking not. And there's talk within that I'm trying room. to get the Americans <laughs> on side here, guys. <laughs> we don't play beer pong here. They're hooked. It's an English anime. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> they talk about killing rats within this room. So I guess at that point, they are talking about the rat within the business. I don't know. Because they try and play 50, sneaky, 50, don't I, they? Think. Yeah. I think he is. The, the all... Sebastian or whatever it's like, yeah. the kid. But we... the rest of them aren't. CL. We also sure. meet Madam Red, who is CL's aunt. Um, we also meet the... I didn't catch his name. The um, uncle, is Yeah, the uncle? Asian opium dealer who has the child sitting on his lap. I don't think they the ever time. give it. Do they? Um, yeah, they, they do say it, his they? name. I, I, don't, I didn't write it down then. I might have wrote it down later because <laughs> I didn't know if it was going to pop up anymore. They talk of opium drug traffickers that are swarming around London at the time and it's a massive problem. And the Queen doesn't like it. I think she's... Uh, yeah, she they, needs they, a better yeah, fucking dealer yeah. then. They mentioned that it's become so <laughs> rife that... Um, <laughs> Charles, I'm off my fucking head. <laughs> Stubbing it out on corgis. <laughs> <laughs> nice. CL leaves this meeting after they've had their discussion and as he enters the room on his own, because he doesn't want to attend dinner with the rest of his party, he wants to take his dinner to the parlour on his own. Walks into the parlour, gets kidnapped. That sounds really like a child, by the way. I don't want to eat with the adults. Well, I'm going to the kids' no. table. This <laughs> kids' table with his Happy Meal. <laughs> Suddenly we're in London, and we, we get a little bit of background about CL, so we find out that CL's actual job is that he does the Queen's dirty work. He's her, as they all say, her lapdog. And the guy who's kidnapped her... I mean, we all knew the character within the room that was going to kidnap her. But well, yeah, it's the, the guy one with the, the fucking ma- scar on his yeah, face. Scarface. <laughs> the only one that looks like a boozico. Yeah. And he's, he's an Italian mafia member or leader. And but they call it would be hard to be a mafia member and not be Italian. Yeah. We had this conversation earlier. They yeah. were saying it's the mafia. Well, you no, the Italian mafia. You don't have to emphasize that he's Italian, really, did you? <laughs> no, Although he doesn't mafia. carry an Italian accent. so A very poor one is there. There we go. He's from the Italian Mafia. They don't give him an Italian none of his accent. Goons had, Italian none accent. of his goons had Italian... No, he didn't. His goons didn't. He did, yeah. Did he? Yeah. I it wasn't very strong it. if it was, because I didn't pick it up. Do you all think they sound like fucking Mario? Yeah, babbidi boobidi. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I was so serious. There wasn't even a second of, like... Bibbidi babbidi boobidi. Like an Italian eye test. <laughs> hey, 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 oh. <laughs> he tells Fuck CL sake. 
Um, he, he's looking for a key, isn't he? You're so he? proud of yourself, <laughs> aren't you? You look so smug. He's looking for a key to a room. I don't know why. I didn't catch they never, like, why. They, the, he's the key after, doesn't come back up. I don't know. He's after no, a key. Well, he, it does at the end, but... And he says... They don't tell you what the fucking key's for. No, it's for a room, mate. It's, I don't or know. is it for a room? It's or for is a it lock. for a box? It's for a lock. I don't know. It's for his heart. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good steak will do that. So he tells CL that he sent his men to the mansion to take out all of his servants. And CL's like, yeah, good luck with that. That's literally, he's like, yeah, best of luck. You don't know my servants. I fucking did love when they all gathered. And there's a, <laughs> there's a sniper who's uh, got his eyes on Sebastian. If that sniper hasn't hedita- hesitated, be shot in the head. I mean, he won't be dead. He can survive being I, shot. But... I mean, he looked at him out the window. He knew he was there. Yeah, he knew he was there. Uh, but Sebastian is saved, in quotations, by May Rin, who accidentally runs towards him, falls into him. Okay. Saves the flan though. I have actually taken follow. Come on, fallen. I have. <laughs> oh, I'm touching Sebastian. <laughs> I do love so, the fact that he falls. The flan goes up in the air, and then when they land, he just has the flan. He's in. One hell of a butler. Yeah. The snipers, instead of finishing their mission, they flee. Uh, they get in their car and they they go. And Nobody has ever heard a double tap. In the in the midst of the dust spray from the car. Uh, they notice that somebody is following them. It's got that fucking classic sprint, hasn't yeah, it? We sit in the fucking Fuck me. <laughs> 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 Terminator. <laughs> Sebastian is, uh, well, there's a figure, but we know it's Sebastian, is chasing down the car and he's as fast as a car. I thought it was the maid. To be, be fair, that car probably tops out like 15 miles an hour. It's a fucking old car. We've got to get after him. I'm going as fast as I can. <laughs> Walking speed. <laughs> At the other end of the phone, Scarface. Loses contact with his men, the sniper guys, and he's like, talk to me, what's going on? Sebastian takes on the phone, and he's basically hung the car half off of a cliff, and he's just sitting on it, balancing it. He fucking weighs a lot, doesn't he? And he he gets the information he needs from Scarface, and then he just lets the guys <laughs> fall to their deaths. We only work for him. Oh, well, that's fine. I'll let you carry on with your work, and jumps <laughs> just off the car. Jumps off. <laughs> There's a mention about Sebastian has been around for two years. That's how long he's been the butler to CL. I get. I, I don't. I guess because there's a mention that his parents died three years ago, so it's taken a year. There's a year there where CL was on his own because he was missing as well. Because in episode six, we find out from the aunt that after the fire, she didn't know that anyone had survived. I thought he was dead. Yeah, she thought he was dead. CL was dead. <laughs> yeah, this is what I think happened. Did the aunt and uncle have? Powers like he does. Um, I can't. Or is that because he made a deal with the devil? My, I guess my theory would be that he made this deal to track down his parents' killer. But Sebastian is his butler, and that so yeah, Sebastian like, works for him. Yeah, that doesn't seem like there's a sole focus of and tracking down. It's not down. like a Ryuk situation. It's a fucking he proper works for him. Yeah, but there's a resentment from CL because he knows that secretly the reason he's working for him is because he just wants his soul. The mafia prepare for Sebastian's arrival. Uh, tons of men go outside with machine guns. And fucking as no. they all stand This at the bit gate, was really good. It's like <laughs> they charge out massive fucking scenes. Most of them all lined up and then it's like, and you're S- waiting for something. Sebastian's and he just stood on the behind stairs behind him. <laughs> also, completely out of place. This is Victorian yeah. London. What the fuck are you doing with Tommy guns? They had Tommy guns. I didn't know did they, they, had Tommy t- guns? they had Tommy guns. It wasn't... Like, when did it was Tommy guns come about? 1930s. Yeah. A bit earlier than that, but yeah. And it didn't look like that. 
Yeah. It's a Thompson. They were used in like gangs and stuff. He had a fucking Glock later. He had a fucking Glock. Yeah, in his back pocket. Where's the? We're not going to talk about the chainsaw. Yes, but there was also yeah, but there was a sniper. Like yeah, yeah, but the snipers snipers existed. Not 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 to that degree. That was a proper sniper. Yeah, the gun didn't exist. But snipers existed. existed, Just not at the same level. Anyway, he's behind the. the, He takes down all the men outside single-handedly. Walks inside. You broke my. What was it? The guy. You broke my leg. Terribly sorry. I'm in a rush. He walks inside, and then there's loads of gunners all on the balcony in the, uh, <laughs> the, the main entrance. The silverware's gone. <laughs> ah, I love that. that right, that's one. it. I'm going to get a fork I'm to eat, eat this flan. <laughs> I love that they're arguing over whether to eat him. What do you mean? He, he said, said, take care of take it. Does that mean eat it? I need to know. So Sebastian has taken all of the knives and forks, and he, again, single-handedly takes down all these fucking mafia members. Gets to the room where Scarface has CL hostage, and all of a sudden, Sebastian's shot in the head. Well, yeah, he says, have you got the key? And he's like, of course I brought the key, and then gets shot, like, repeatedly. There's some guys hiding behind a two-way mirror. I thought it was a, a painting. One-way, one-way mirror. A one, one-way mirror. One-way yeah, because you can't see through it, yeah. I thought it was a painting. No, it's a mirror. Fair enough. I thought it was, yeah, it looked torn. Mm. I thought it was a painting, too. Did they just bundle out of a painting? Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a frame, and they're stood very still. <laughs> <laughs> No, they're just fully painted their bodies <laughs> against the wall. Like that music video. Yeah. <laughs> CL turns to Sebastian and is like, stop playing dead, will you? And Sebastian, he gets shot more than once, by the way. He gets shot in the like head and multiple times. times in the body. And then he stands up, he spits the bullets out, and then he throws them at the men with the same velocity that they came out of the gun and Can kills them. Can you imagine a hand job from this man? Fucking hell. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's it the velocity off. of a jackhammer. <laughs> Bullets are not the same these Your days. Your penis would be a firework, wouldn't it? It'd just kind of go... <laughs> CL's <laughs> eye patch comes off, and we see that he has some sort of magic circle within his eye. The pentagram. Yeah. That's always a pentagram. It's demonic. Yeah, demonic. No, pagan. Yeah, same thing. No, it's not the same thing. Same thing. Same thing. He should know. He they're goes all, and does all... pagan rituals on <laughs> the weekend. They're all goats. <laughs> you're either killing it or you're fucking it. It's one yeah, thing or one the other. other. What? Pagan, not politician. There's a difference. <laughs> I didn't say pig. <laughs> the Americans aren't going to get that. No, they're not. <laughs> Google David Cameron. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. He orders Seb to save him. Um, This is almost like a proper command this time. He's like, I order you to save him. He says, you have to say the words. And then he says, says, I order you. And he breaks Scarface's arm without touching it. Yeah. It just twists. It looks good as well. That is it. He defeats him like that. And then the episode ends with a talk about this contract. And Sebastian makes a point of saying, you know, I will be there for you till the very end until the day that I swallow your soul. Don't mind us all having a drink of tea. <laughs> Couldn't be well, any more Black Butler than that right there. We all stopped to have a swig of tea. Right. Episode three opens with Madam Red and her butler, who is a shit butler. He messes up. Um, he can't do the right thing. He's a shit butler, and what was his name? His name is Grail. That's a fucking weird name. I'm but, sus but already. If you swallow from him, 
become immortal. Holy grail. And there's a mention <laughs> during this scene um, that a prostitute had been killed in London. Um, it's a faraway comment, um, but it's po- point you in the direction of where it's Jack the go. Ripper. We've all seen yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Point yeah, but until they say, like, Whitechapel, that's when you know for real. Yeah. But Ciel then leaves, and he goes to collect his custom-made <clears throat> stick cane. <laughs> custom-made stick. He's got a custom-made cane. <laughs> Not one of those normal sticks. It's a no. custom stick. <laughs> it's a custom-made Hit me stick. with your custom stick. <laughs> we also see that the business within the toy industry is actually only two years old. So that actually, this business only came about after... The butler. The parents' death. So it wasn't the parents' business. So this... what was the parents' business to have a fancy, smancy home like that? They were just nobles, weren't they? But they have to have had business and connections to the Queen, surely. Yeah. I don't know. There's not enough information yet. Uh, there probably won't be. I remember watching there this and I'm pretty sure that be. I didn't find out. All of that's taken a backseat. Uh, we see, very briefly, the real Tanaka turn up. I like him as the real Tanaka. Not he, he turns into like one. a proper Japanese anime character when he goes real Tanaka, hmm. um, and he talk that he's the one that talks about the business being only two years old and about the original manor being burnt down three years ago, and CL's parents died within the fire, and the mansion that they live in now isn't the real one because of the fire that it's been remade and rebuilt in fucking three years, and it's been in given that time. A, <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. In, within three years, they rebuilt the mansion. Rebuilt exactly as well, with like the yeah. cracks and everything. That's what he said. Yep. He then goes back to the real, uh, not the real Tanaka, the chibi Tanaka. I think, yeah, that is the right the expression. That, He's a chibi yeah, Tanaka. His first evolution. Sort of fucking thumb. CL and Sebastian arrive back at the manor, and as they walk in, the whole place has had like a kawaii makeover. There's pink banners <laughs> and sparkly things all over the place. And we get introduced to Elizabeth or Lizzie who is CL's fiance? Future wife, isn't it? Like, There's an arranged man- marriage. That's what a fiance is. Betrothed. A fiance is a future wife. Well, I don't know this. <laughs> it's a future I have... wife you propose to. Yeah. yeah. But he, I don't think he's proposed to her. No. I think it, this is an That's arranged a... thing. Mm. Yeah. To be wed. Lizzie has demanded a ball that evening, just between the two of them just and the staff. Why not both? I thought... <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be like an actual like party, like a proper ball. Yeah, I thought but it was going to be as well. it's not. It's just between the two of them. I was disappointed. I thought it was actually <laughs> He got going... his bow tie out and everything. Yeah, <laughs> I had a top hat and cane and everything. Uh, CL takes Sebastian to the side and they talk about the fact that CL can't dance and he's going to have to dance with Lizzie at this stupid ball. And Sebastian is like, I will teach you how to dance, master. I believe the Viennese waltz would be the best one. I think that's what he says, isn't it? He's like, I yeah. used to learn at the Austrian balls. I was like, mm. <laughs> Do you fucking leave those ostriches balls alone? <laughs> Austrian! <laughs> I spent some time in Australia. <laughs> With ostriches? <laughs> no wonder they run so fast, just to get the fuck away. <laughs> CL, he also mentions the fact that CL doesn't smile, ever. He's never made a genuine smile. Um, and CL says that he'd, he's forgotten how to smile. Since his parents died, he's never smiled, and he's never felt fun, the sense of fun. Oh, like Lee. <laughs> never felt refreshed <laughs> in his life. They go to the ball, and as he walks down the stairs, he's got that stupid fucking hat on. 
I don't mind that. Liz- <laughs> it's all right. Of course you fucking do. Lizzie mentions fucking that he's not saucy air dickhead. Doesn't mind a bit of fucking dress up. Lizzie mentions that he doesn't. He's not wearing the ring that she gave him, and he says, "No, I I wear this ring. It's my family's heirloom ring, and I never take it off." Uh, she gets mad about the ring because he loves the ring so much. Takes the ring from him and smashes his family heirloom to the floor. And he goes to slap her and is stopped by Sebastian, who Sir, says... Sir, you forgot your cane. Se- uh, Sebastian explains to Lizzie that the ring is very important. It was one of a kind family heirloom that had been passed down from generation to generation. CL picks up the what remains of the ring and he throws it out the window and he, t- he says, it- it's but a ring anyway and... I am the master of this household now, so I don't need it. We all knew that was a a fake out there, right? Yeah. yeah, he's done it to spare her feelings. He's assessed his thought process. Sebastian goes to get his violin out. Grail sings, but doesn't sing. He just... Ah, 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 ah. That's all he does. Gags on a cock. <laughs> Is that how you gag? <laughs> That's a weird gag. I don't gag. It's a musical gag. <laughs> Me and you got to talk about something <laughs> in the there's bedroom. Enough, there's, enough, there's, enough, there's enough room and airway to get a song out as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> That's like gargling. On those balls. <laughs> he is. <laughs> no, Jim, that's not the ball we were going to have. Leave the ostrich alone. <laughs> CL and Lizzie dance the evening away until Lizzie falls asleep and is taken back home in her carriage. Sebastian then turns to CL um, while he's sitting in his office, I'll call it an office, and he passes him the ring back fully repaired and he says, I know that how important this ring really is and that you put on a show saying it wasn't for Lizzie's sake. He's magic, right? Oh, no, he does this, sorry, in the bedroom. And the episode ends with Ciel asking Sebastian to stay with him until he falls asleep. Which is, their relationship's so odd because you get so much resentment from Ciel towards Sebastian, but there's moments like this when he's like, stay with me until I'm asleep. Is that just a comfort protection thing? Yeah, I think it's like a blanket or something. You know, as much as I hate you... You have to protect me, so I'm better having you there. I think it's like a surrogate thing. Yeah. It's also the fact that Sebastian turns around and he says, is that a bit of weakness, sir, from you? Yeah. And he turns around, doesn't he? He goes, no, not at all. I just need somebody here. And you have to protect me. Yeah. And we go into episode four. Episode four opens with Ciel and Sebastian. 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 That would have made it so much better. <laughs> Jamaican butler. <laughs> Sorry, I haven't touched your rice and peas. <laughs> I want hell of a butler. Mon. <laughs> Sebastian and CL. They got some jerk chicken here. <laughs> Sebastian and CL, they go to CL's townhouse. Um, it's like his holiday home that's within the centre of London. And they go there for a meeting. Holiday home in London. Yeah. yeah. In and the it's, 19th and century. a massive manor as well. Not as big as his countryside manor, but it's still a big manor. 
I would not be going to London in the 19th century <laughs> during the Victorian age for a holiday. No. Mm. The fumes. Choke on that smog. <laughs> when he arrives, Madame Red is there with Lao, is his name. Liao. Uh, Liao is the, the, the guy I mentioned earlier, the Asian guy that travels with the young Asian girl. And this is when there's another mention about there's been more prostitute murders within Whitechapel. And the press have named the killer Jack the Ripper. Do you know what? Piqued my interest a little bit at this yeah. point. I was like, Ooh, I did. Jack <laughs> the Ripper. Thing. I was kind of I was kind of zoning out and then I, I like, Jack the Ripper and I was like, you son of a bitch. Yeah, that actually pulled me back in. I was like, okay, there's a storyline now, because the last three episodes haven't had anything. Not so, really. There's been a lot of forming of characters, Ugh. bases and stuff like that. No, enough. No, one episode for that. Yeah, what that's what I mean. They did too you, much Episode of it. one introduces you to the main players and what they're like, and that should be it. Yeah. And then you get into the story. They just, yeah. Anyway, CL has been tasked by Her Majesty to solve the murders because Scotland Yard can't do it. They, they're not good enough. CL goes to the crime scene of the latest murder, and Scotland Yard are there. And even though he has this letter from the fucking Queen saying that he is to investigate, Scotland Yard won't let him in. Well, no, that one guy won't the let him The one guy who's, who's like, he- heading the investigation doesn't want him near it. He's like, a child can't do this. This is his job for Scotland Yard. I thought Yard. he was just an inspector. The guy at the front yeah, door, he's, he's like, sorry, investigation. we can't have what a child What the fuck here? is a child inspector? A child <laughs> It's like the child catcher from Chichi. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's the next stage. What's yeah. they call it? They get <laughs> CL goes to an informant of his who he happens to be an undertaker. He goes to the undertaker's house. What are you laughing at? <laughs> watch out, watch out. <laughs> I was thinking the undertaker. <laughs> it's a tombstone bar a driver. Tombstone. And in order to gain the information from the undertaker, he must pay and... He only takes payment in jokes. So uh, everyone has a go at telling a joke and fails. So Sebastian's like, leave it to me. He sends them out and you hear raucous laughter from within The Undertaker's. I thought this was going to be the world's deadliest joke like in Monty Python. When they enter The Undertaker's again, they get the information they're after. They find out that the uteruses, uh, this is factual as well, correct? Yes. Yeah. So the uteruses are missing from the prostitutes that are being killed. And not all of them. Not all of them. Which is why they thought they were... sometimes they were interrupted. But they were always um, um, examined. Yes. It it was medical. No, they say the death was messy, but the procedure afterwards was medical. medical. Trained. Yeah. So the removal of the uterus and organs and such are almost like they've been done, but like a proper procedure. They always have their... Pretty much... I think all of them had their throats slit... Yep. Near enough. Um, and there's a mention that they think this could be ritual. They're like, maybe because of the precision and the removal of organs, this could be a ritual of some kind. Nope. Side note, didn't they think that they were uh, actually found out who Jack the Ripper was? No, there's now. mention that it could have been the Queen's physician and stuff like that, but they, they, don't, yeah. they never actually the found suspects. out. They, they really don't know. There's, there's that about, makes sense. There's about five they, or six suspects, but they think it's a physician. The American one's my favourite one. I thought they'd use the DNA. Yeah, the American guy that came from America yeah. had been a murderer in America. American guy to come from somewhere else. Well, he could have come from <laughs> South America. <laughs> <laughs> then he'd be South American guy. No, he'd have been American <laughs> from the South. He's an Americus. 
<laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I've, I've yeah, heard that The American that story. one's my... It's the Have you one heard I'm that most one, We'll do an episode on Jack the Ripper. Oh, yeah, fine. we should. <laughs> I'd love that. So, <laughs> they, Ciel and Sebastian between them, they work out that judging by the way that the people have been dissected and the procedures that have been done on them, it sounds like it could be a noble's doctor because during that time of the season, all the nobles come to the city, to London, and with them come the family physicians. So every noble has a, a family physician and it looks like one of the, the murderer could be one of these people. It's quite logical. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. Sebastian leaves the rest of the group and says he has business to attend to, uh, so he throws himself from the moving carriage. And by the time they arrive back at the manor, Sebastian is already there and he's already laid out dinner and he's already gathered a suspect list and he's already interviewed the suspects and he's only got one suspect left. Fuck, they skirt over that quick, don't they? Yeah, they fucking do. It's a shame. Yeah, but that's good. No, get, I prefer that. Get through right to bit, the point of it. A, yeah, but I guess it would, turned, yeah, but it would have turned into some sort of crime anime instead. Nah, yeah. I don't want, not a fucking episode dedicated to it, but fuck me. Yeah, it was a bit quick. Um, so the one suspect left is Alistair Chambers, um, and he's not a noble's doctor. He is a noble himself. However, he has a degree in medicine. I thought he failed. No, doctor. no, he's got it, but he never then further went on to do any work within the medical field. Okay. And they also say that this is a man who hosts secret noble, like high society parties within his manor. So they go to attend one CL is dressed as a girl because, for some uh, reason well because he's known his family name is very prestigious and um, they can't have him being noticed couldn't he come in as a noble I just guess he couldn't be himself because I guess within the noble communities they know he's the lap dog lap dog of the queen if you think about it Maybe, maybe. I'm not sure about that, but fair enough. Unfortunately for him, Lizzie is there and he's like, oh, if she sees me up close, she's going to know it's me. Um, so they avoid her for a little while. Uh, then there's a moment when Sebastian and CL dance over towards Alistair Chambers. And Alistair Chambers, also known as Lord Druid, I think they call him Lord Druid as well. <laughs> Upon seeing CL, he tries to hit on CL, even though he's an underage girl. As well, although I guess in the 1800s they didn't give much of a shit about that. Let's be honest, they probably didn't. I think actually the marrying age back then was 14. Yeah, I would. I, I, yeah, it must be about yeah, yeah. That, if not younger. No, we didn't live long enough. Don't do it. <laughs> well, that's what it was. Yeah, the average age life expectancy right, was like right. 45. Yeah, yeah, 50 if you're lucky. Yeah. Just before Lizzie can come and interrupt his meeting with Lord Druid, Sebastian interrupts with the magic show. And CL is dragged away by Alistair Chambers, Lord Druid, and he's blindfolded and bound and put up for auction. So it, it's just uh, sex trafficking. Yeah. That is essentially yeah. what it is. It's an upper class. It's literally fucking taken. The only thing is, though, he misreads the situation completely, doesn't Watch he? Watchdogs did the same. Because he says... Because he says he about oh, he thinks that this is this means that he's definitely for Jack the Ripper. Yeah. yeah, it's like I mean the way that the guy says stuff, he misconstrues that as he's yeah. selling organs and shit like that. Yeah. Well, Sebastian arrives. He takes everybody out. 
And that's when he sort of takes off his glove and you see that he's marked with the demon mark of service, uh, the same as the mark on the eye of Ciel. And Ciel's like, right, we've done it. We've solved the Ripper case. It was Alistair. And they jump off into the night and the episode ends with the newspaper dropping down saying the Ripper has struck again. So they got the wrong guy. Surprise, surprise. And we go into episode five. Episode five opens with a woman who has been bound uh, within some sort of dirty room, clearly a victim of the Ripper. And he's uh, applying lipstick to her face to pretty her up. Would you do me? I do me. <laughs> That's such a... That, film, Jesus. that happened, didn't it? <laughs> this this piece that we were on about... I d- no, I don't believe Jack I the Ripper put no, makeup he on He never them. took people and he never used makeup. He'd just hmm. take them out. Yeah. That was it, yeah. And it was also awesome <laughs> back out. <laughs> a lovely and a nice dinner date. dinner. <laughs> we cut to Madame Red, who's talking to CL about his parents. And she says, like, I think of you as my son. Ever since your mother died, my sister died. You're like my son. And I don't want you to continue trying to chase down this dangerous person. Because uh, I worry for you. At that moment... After the Ripper hadn't been caught, I knew this was the woman. Really? Yeah, because of the fact that... Nah, nah, no, because nah. of the fact that she said, oh, she was trying to push him away from the case at that moment. No, I didn't I didn't find her suspect. Nah. I thought that was an aunt who's like one of the only living relatives trying to be mindful of, you know, their nephew. Yeah, but she didn't care about anything else that had been going on in his no, life. No, I suppose not. Uh, there's also a mention about the fact that he is desperate to find those that are responsible for his parents' deaths, although we haven't seen that urge from him yet. Nothing, literally. Five episodes in, and it, it looks like a hard point, but it doesn't look as if he's fucking doing anything no, about it. No, I mean, it. he's only like 16. He's fine. He's and got plenty of time. The, I, don't, I think he's younger than that. Oh, yeah, I would have put like 12. Yeah, well, I would have said yeah, 14. about 13, 14. So he's got another 30-odd years. <laughs> so back... Uh, the aunt turns around and goes, why don't you leave it to Sebastian? He can work it all out. You don't have to get involved in it. And this is when there's a mention between him and Sebastian that no human suspect fits the evidence of the crimes anymore. Is this when he's also talking to his aunt and they're playing chess? And yes. He's, uh, she says, why don't you let Sebastian do it? And he yeah. says, look, he's just a pawn. Yes. I, I'm the one that has to move the pieces No, around. he says Sebastian is like a piece on a chessboard that could move anywhere it wants, like the queen. Sebastian's a queen. <laughs> Who knew? And he slays. <laughs> <laughs> That's our reaper in this, isn't it? <laughs> so they decide that they're going to stake out uh, an area within Whitechapel because CL... We don't find out why they're staking out this particular area until later. CL does specify why he went to this one woman's... The place where this one woman is known to have been. So they stake this place out, and there's a little bit of talk about, like, all the victims had, like, glossy black hair, but that was just Sebastian talking about a cat. and Yeah. Nonsense that we don't Yeah. Need. There's a scream, they run, and they throw open this door, and the lifeless body of a woman is laying there. And Sebastian grabs CL, pulls him out of the room. And this is when the Ripper steps out of the room. With a freaking chainsaw. And it, Yeah. And it turns out that it, all along, it was Madame Red's butler, Grail. And he isn't human. He is a Grim Reaper. 
and his Fuck job it. is to go to those who are near death, end their life, and that's it. That's what they do. Although he then can look look upon their memories and then decide whether or not they should truly die or not. Yeah, so but I, I think he's just gone rogue. Yeah, I think this. Is yeah, no, he thing, has. Yeah. He has gone rogue. Yeah, he's just and he's people. also in love with Madame Red because of what he witnessed. And we finally get some backstory. So Madame Red steps out, and we find out that the reason they staked out that area was because all the women that had been killed, all these prostitutes that had been killed, had attended a specific clinic, and had a procedure done on them. Before they had died. And Madame... Re- well, she doesn't explain it until towards her death, does she? The actual reason why she's doing all that she does. The, the next bit we get is that, you know, the chainsaw is a reaper scythe. So every Grim Reaper has a particular weapon that is theirs. And he's custom made a chainsaw. 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 <laughs> what weapon are you having? It's not the first time we've seen a chainsaw, chainsaw pulled out of somebody's ass out of nowhere. No, no, it's really no, not. We've had a sword pulled out of somebody's ass. <laughs> <laughs> we've had a sword in somebody's ass. It hasn't been removed yet. <laughs> Stay tuned for season two. Uh, my mine would definitely be if I was going to go with it, it'd be a proper old school claymore sword. I'd love one of those. Warhammer. Proper fucking warhammer. Like you're dead. Crush. Just be funnier if it's like an ice pick. What? No, if you like <laughs> <laughs> the tiniest da- one of those fake daggers. What are you? I'm a Grim Reaper. Eh. <laughs> Remember as well, oh, right? It's got to have the timeline pieces coming out. So yours, it'd just be like, yeah, be fucking cool as hell. Yours, it'd just be like, <laughs> just coming shanked. out of like shank holes. <laughs> and mine would just be like straight up sword, a- <laughs> sword hit. Just a shave down fucking toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Breaking Bad style. So, Ciel orders Sebastian to kill them both. He says, end them. End Madame Red and Grail. They start to fight, and. Well, I mean, they, he left Ciel completely, like, on his own. Uh, although there's good reason, because he had a weapon. But. Grail gets the better of Sebastian and starts to drop the chainsaw onto his shoulder. And then it cuts to Madame Red and Ciel and she charges at him. And she cuts him, doesn't she? She manages to cut him and then Sebastian cuts his own arm off to get to Ciel. And just as he's about to kill Madame Red, Ciel calls out and says, don't kill her. And Madame Red goes to kill CL, but she can't do it. There's a brief moment when she's standing over him and she gets a glimpse of her sister's face and his dad's face and she says she can't do it. So Grail turns on her and stabs her straight through the chest with a chainsaw and says, like, you're, oh, you're not the woman I loved because, you you know... You're not a murderer. You're weak. Person. And that's when her memories escape. And you get like the backstory of her, why she's like this now. Yeah, and we get the backstory. So she fell in love with this noble man, and unfortunately for her, that that man ended up marrying her sister. Um, so there was a moment for them before the sister had even got got with him, and then the accident came, and she found love herself. Unfortunately for her, she, she got pregnant, and then there was a car accident. And her husband died and her child died. And in order to save her life, 
the physician at the time had to remove her uterus. And that's why she couldn't have a child. And she'd lost everything. Because then add on top of that, obviously, then her sister and the man she loved died in a fire. So she owns the clinic that all these prostitutes, the victims of Jack the Ripper, went to. Uh, Each of these prostitutes went to her to have an abortion. And none of them cared that they were having this abortion. None of them cared. And it made her angry because these women who could give birth didn't care. Yeah, and threw that. It's something that she could never have, something that she'd lost, and they had no care for it. It was just part of the job. And that's why she was angry. Don't you like that logic? Yeah, I get that logic. Do you know what? I felt sorry for her. Yeah. I actually looked at that and went, it's not really a good thing to do, but do you know what? Makes sense. But they're the good villains. I can see. The ones that make sense. The ones where you're like, I can see where you're coming from. Yeah. Like, probably shouldn't have done that. Probably should have took up painting or something, really. (laughs) <laughs> don't start with painters we've had a lot of problems with painters in the past as well because he didn't get into a fucking art school so you know Google. painters historic painters mm. killers yeah probably very likely uh, what <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean I bet I, I, he's very judgmental at this very moment in time <laughs> Picasso was a fucking murderer I bet he was I bet <laughs> he Van Gogh cut was. his own ear off yeah he did self mutilation Van Gogh makes his victims Van Gogh. <laughs> <laughs> back, to, back then, there That's was a poster zom- line right there. No, no. <laughs> Zombies in Van Gogh's area. There you go. <laughs> Van Gogh. Yeah. He said area. Yeah. Yeah. Area. <laughs> oh, no. Wait, we've made up a movie. <laughs> Van Gogh. Thank God. You know those cheap zombie films? Yeah. We'll yeah, but one. it sounds like it stars Steven, Steven Seagal. It does. <laughs> <laughs> we also see that... It's Van Gogh doing Fat Man <laughs> Karate. Oh, my God. Chuck Norris. <laughs> Chuck Norris no, is Chuck Van Norris Gogh. Chuck Norris is a badass, though. Yeah, but Van Gogh. He could be the Van Gogh in that. <laughs> Cuts his own ear off, but then his ear puts itself back on. <laughs> Just... Sticks it back on. No, the ear goes back on. So what? It sprouts little legs like the Iron Giant. Yeah. It just, <laughs> just rolls back. Cuts his own ear off. The ear gets a shotgun because it's <laughs> from in Chuck Norris's. That's the sequel. The ear is Chuck Norris. <laughs> so we also see the first murder that the aunt committed before she met Grail. Uh, she killed that first woman and that's when she met Grail who saw her murderer. But she stopped killing for a little while because that's when she found out that CL had survived the fire. But then she went back to murdering again. I don't know how that works. Taste for it. Yeah. And then she dies. And the episode ends with... Grail goes to walk away. It's like, oh, I'm done. And CL turns around and goes, no, Sebastian, I've told you to kill him. I order you now, kill him. And we go into episode six. We get a bit of demon versus reaper. Do you know what? It would have been better if Grail was a demon. It makes Bringing all sense. this grim reaper stuff with the grim reaper organization that has an admin is just ridiculous. Just yeah. have a fucking another demon. And that Sebastian's like, I knew you were a demon all along. A demon is this a prequel to RIPD? Oh, that's what I was just <laughs> thinking. <laughs> are they grim reapers? Yeah, they're kind of like grim reapers, I guess. Yeah, they go find people that are escaped death. Yeah. 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 And... Banging movie. Yeah, it is. Underrated. Very underrated. Does he change sex during this? Because I was very confused at his sexuality. No, so he he is a man that's transitioning. Okay, right. 
I googled it. Right. Okay. Okay. Good. Because like at one minute he talks about Sebastian impregnating well, him. Frank googled it. Doesn't he? And I was like, so he can get pregnant, so it is a woman. Yeah. Transitioning. But, but then Sebastian calls him a guy, and it's just yeah. I was just like, which one is he? I know it's a very confusing time during the times that we live in in nowadays. the Victorian age. <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, it's fucking confusing now. Let alone the Victorian age. Sebastian is then slashed by across the chest by the chainsaw. And that's when his memories are released. But the only memories that are released are those of his within the mansion. And he turns to Gray and he's like, you thought you were going to get my deepest, darkest memories. Those I keep locked away. And he takes off his coat, which has been ruined now anyway, and he jams it into the chainsaw. <laughs> You've ruined the perfectly good tail, tail coat. coat. <laughs> and he jams it into the chainsaw and blocks it up because it's made of the finest wool. Y- Yorkshire, 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 Yorkshire. Wool. Yorkshire. Yeah. <laughs> from top and he beats Grail to a pulp. Picks up Grail's chainsaw, is about to kill him, and Grail calls out that he has. Don't kill me. I know who killed Ciel's family, his parents. But it's not Ciel who stops Sebastian. It's um, the fucking secretary. Yeah, so um, <laughs> the Reaper admin. Yeah, it's the secretary. The Reaper admin assistant stops Sebastian and takes Grail away for breaking Grim Reaper rules and also for modifying his Reaper tool. Uh, Reaper tool. Grim Reaper tool. No, oh, no, like a Reaper. You add me a Reaper tool. tool. I'm in. Does that sound right? I'm in. Fucking hell. He modified his Reaper tool. Sounds gangster when you say it like that. <laughs> it's just a Glock. That is my group. <laughs> the G Reaper. <laughs> it cuts to Madam. I like this bit. Madam Red's funeral. I know it's a dark bit, but it's so well done. Um, everyone's at the funeral, and CL walks in, and he's got in his hand a red dress because uh, they dressed Madam Red in a white dress. And he goes in, and he lays the red dress on her. And he puts a red rose in her hair and all the red petals come floating into the, the churchyard. And he says goodbye. And there's a the London Bridge song plays in the background. Yeah, I Very, like very, that. very creepily. I didn't yeah. like that. It's a throwback to a childhood memory of his, but... Still fucking, weird. Fuck, it's weird and creepy. Also, Would London Bridge have burnt down right now? It's falling down. Falling down. Falling down. Falling down. Um, the Undertaker. Is he a demon? There's something about him. No. Uh, we will get to I that. wouldn't say he's a demon because he probably is a middle ground between God and the devils. So he would be a neutral party, I imagine. He might be, yeah. There's a neutral party? Well, you know well, that you know the man that... that Odin. You know he doesn't the, no, take the guy people in the boat he's not supposed that to. takes you the over ferryman. the river sticks. The ferryman. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, that's his, that's his that. job. He's a neutral party. It's a bit of Greek mythology. All I could think with your river sticks was Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> Rhythm sticks. <laughs> Hit me. <laughs> no, the river sticks. Jimi Hendrix. We got to Scotland Yard, the detective from earlier. He's still looking into the case, and a senior member of the police force comes up to him and goes, Leave it. The senior member being 18? The ca- the, no, he's an older gentleman, isn't he? 15. He's like, Of course, come on. The case is closed. Leave it. And, and the other one's like, But this isn't finished yet. And he's like, Look. I've told you once, Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to know who has asked this to be closed, get promoted. But then you'll find out that things aren't what you want them to be. And you won't want to know. Yeah. I'm. Th- uh, he is totally going to be Sherlock. <laughs> Do we reckon the Queen's a demon? 
Oh. <laughs> Queen's a demon. Well, well, the truth could about be a lizard person. <laughs> or is it like a, is it like a CL Sebastian situation where Charles is the butler? <laughs> Charles and him. <laughs> You are way too advanced. This is Victorian. <laughs> this is Queen Victoria. Queen Victoria. Right? Yeah. Right. Okay. But Charles is the one we know. It's, it's <laughs> funny because her voice is funny. CL hides the fact that his aunt was the true Grim Reaper. He refuses to tell anyone. He just tells the Queen that it's finished, it's solved, and it, there won't be any murders. Uh, we also see that he paid all the costs of the last victim to be buried and have a gravestone uh, because he felt responsible for Mary Jane Kelly. I believe that's the true name as well yeah. of the last victim. Um, he paid for all of the funeral uh, to be done, arrangements to be done for Mary Jane Kelly because he felt responsible. He was like, I knew she was going to be the target and I didn't save her. I mean, he Does was Mary Jane Kelly actually have a place of rest? Uh, that is something to be Googled. But or is she a Jane Doe? Well, no, Jane Doe. No, they all had, don't know her they, name. I think the fact they that we know all of them, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they're all identified. Maybe she does. I don't know. Sebastian also says to CL, when your aunt attacked you, I know you had a gun. And he you had chose, a Glock. You chose not to kill her. And he says, it was that weakness. He asks him again, was that weakness? And CL goes, no, I know that you will protect me. And I don't know if this is a lie or not, because it's hard to say, because he, he does counter it, because he, he goes... I saw in her eyes when she went to kill me the hesitation. And I knew she wouldn't go through with it. That's a Batman line. Is it? It is. Oh. Yeah. From um, 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 the one where he fought Owlman. We both stared at the devil, but you blinked. Oh. And he says, that's why I don't hesitate. I like Batman, he, ma- right? he, make- he makes a chess reference about not hesitating. He's like, when I play chess, I don't hesitate. I move my piece immediately. I will use all my pawns. Yeah. And that is horrific, by the way. He's sitting on top of a throne with every single character dead beneath his feet. And for the millionth time, Sebastian ends the episode by turning around and going, I will be there, Master, until the very end. And that's how it ends. Because I is one hell of a butler. So, uh, six episodes in. Uh, we've still got six to go. Fantastic. Six, six episodes in. How are we finding it so far? I don't mind. Run of the mill. Like there's no, there's nothing stands out about it, but there's nothing to really hate about it. Really, is there? The yeah. only thing I hate is the I voices. think, yeah, the first three episodes were nothing. I think it needs remaking. Yeah, the yeah, first, it does. The concept's fine. The concept is yeah. fine. The concept was ahead of its time. This is an anime that yeah. uh, clearly someone wrote something that they loved, and they've put a lot of research and time into it. It's not just something that's come out of fucking. No, it's got historical yeah. fucking figures so, in it. And, you know, and they use the right language of, and everything. A lot of information as a well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's I clever. Think, Some of it's clever. I think it's just too early. I think it was made a bit too cheap because of the era that it came out. I, I think a remake would do it justice. Yeah. I, I think the first three episodes were nothing. Um, then they introduced... Waste of time. Yeah, the first they, episode, I'm uh, fine. Yeah. Two more episodes of introduction. I don't need them. Yeah. I understand these characters. The introduction of Jack the Ripper was a good move. Uh, and it piqued my interest back into the show. Yeah. If there's a lot more of that stuff, you know, the, the history involved with, with an anime, then I'm in. I'm all, fucking sold. All I needed was I wanted the Grim Reaper to not be a thing. I wanted that guy just to be another demon who yeah. made a contract with his arm. I don't mind the rogue Grim Reaper. Yeah, but then there's a whole fucking like biz- business administration to the Grim that Reapers was too and far. stuff. And I was like, what the fuck is going what? on here? There should just be a Grim Reaper's made every whenever someone another one dies or something. Or- yeah. 
I gives know. up. Trust. Doesn't want to do it anymore. I liked Quits. the twist that the aunt was a killer, and I loved yeah, the great. story behind it. As Didn't well. see that fucking like, coming. Yeah, I liked the story behind it. I thought it was really cleverly done. You know, um, the butler being shit. He's shit because he's not a butler. He's, yeah, he's doing it on purpose to, to throw people off the yeah. scent. I like that. It's okay. It is, as you said, run of the mill. Yeah, it's it really just, is. it's very middle ground, but it has so much potential to be more than middle well, ground. We've got six more episodes to try and prove it's it. It's not wrong. getting fucking there. <laughs> Did you see, I mean, Jim would have watched it uh, the, the nice boy way. There are fucking like 12 OVAs. Another fucking season. I know there's a second My season. fucking God. I have, seen, I have seen all of what it. What OVA are you making of this? I have seen all of it. Well, Let alone 12 of them with a child as a star. Same stuff that goes on in episode fucking two and three. Probably, yeah. Just oh my God. mansion antics. Slice of life. Mansion antics. <laughs> More fucking corblimies. Yeah. Do you know what? I was thinking I about rich. this. I want mansion antics. <laughs> I would like you'd hire somebody that. and pay them to talk like that. Yeah, you would. <laughs> I'd like to see this as a live action series. Because uh, I, I think you'll end up with head, all I've got in my head. You're gonna is get another death Sherlock note. Holmes. That's gonna say exactly the same thing. You're gonna get, get a death, death note. note They'll again. Americanize all of it. Yeah, and that's the problem. And f- I was looking well, at it. Well, you can't Americanize a British. Oh set no, of they thing. would. They would. I was yeah, looking at yeah. Peaky Blinders mixed with Sherlock Holmes. Uh, yeah. Which would be fine if they were as good as Benedict Cumberbatch. But that's what I'm on about. Sherlock Holmes and Peter Blunders. It should really go more down the route of Sherlock Holmes-esque, where he is solving things for the Queen, like crimes and stuff like that. I think that's the way it is going. Well, I don't know. The whole, well, he took down the Is it going to be a a Monster Weekly thing? That'd be cool. It's just going to be a request upon request, and the Queen's, we got to go and solve this, and solve it. It's fucking Scooby-Doo. Yeah. What's wrong with that? It's a Monster Week. It's going to be X-Files type shit. But oh, with I demons, yeah, that'd be cool. I just think, and I'm not, be, yeah, I don't mind. There don't needs mind. to be more emphasis on Sebastian and the contract and yeah. the demons. I and think that'll be a tidbits. We'll get story along the way. No, you need more. You just need more. There's, we're six episodes in, and we know there's a contract. I tell you what, though, yeah, I that's would, kind of it. And he won't do yeah. anything unless he says it's an order. Yeah, I would like to see this as like the live action Peaky Blinders cross with Blumen. Well, Sherlock. the movie, the live action movie's there. Yeah. I think that would be a real good one to watch for us. Yeah, we'll do that. Because Add it to the list. We'll bump something else out and we'll put that in. They probably yeah. will massively Americanise it. Yeah. yeah but if it's an American movie, we don't know. Be, I just saw it was a movie. They've fucked up the British in this. <laughs> Haven't they? Massively. It's, um, but it kind of... It's not the comedy that they thought it was going to no, be. No, it shouldn't have been comedy. That it's accidental comedy. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's supposed to be funny, but I don't think the accents and stuff were supposed to be the funny part, do even you, though it is. Mm, do you not think they were trying to poke fun at the uh, the those accents? I think I think so. For the, for with the audience the, overseas, do you know what I mean? The Probably. three fucking other servants, house yeah, servants. Yeah. I think they are supposed to be that, which is why they've got such ridiculous accents. Yeah. I think they're poking fun at the English. Because one of them almost goes full Australian. <laughs> yeah, he does. Fucking hell, the chef guy. Bad Roy, yeah. He, yeah, he almost goes full Australian, which is like, if you can't tell the difference, there's a big <laughs> fucking difference. <laughs> but they can't. But yeah, Americans tend not to. They do an impression of a Brit and it ends up being Australian. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it, it's just... The butler and stuff, I don't think they are. I think they're supposed to be serious, kind C- of. That's the annoying thing. The butler is okay. CL's C- like... okay. I just don't like how fucking broody and yeah. Yeah, dark he is. And he's a Batman. Emo kid. He's yeah, Batman. He this is, year's he's Batman. a Batman that got a pet demon. Yeah. yeah. He's just a bit too dark and brooding. And the resentment for... 
it's hard to see because there's moments where there's resentment for uh, Sebastian, which we've seen, because at the end of the day, Sebastian's there to eat his soul. So you get it. You're like, I've made this contract. You work for me until you can eat my soul. So I don't really like you. You're just here to protect me. But then there's moments when he's like, you're like, maybe he does like Sebastian. I also, with the contract thing, we've seen it a few times. I think there's stipulations to that contract as well. There must be something. If he gets killed or if he gets injured or something like that under the watch or protection. If he fails in order or something like that. Yeah, no, he's just got to die of his own accord. Do you reckon the kid's going to try and go for immortality? No, I just think that he's trying to get out of the contract. Do you reckon the kid killed his parents to make the deal? Possibly. I don't know. I think that's a bit too dark. Mm, I don't know. It would. Mm. It no, would be they, very they, anime. They, they Why is he the only survivor? They emphasize in an entire house that burned down. They like to emphasize that he's looking for his parents' killer, which I think they will progress. Yeah, no, I think they'll progress. Or it's going to be some stupid twist, like it was Sebastian. I don't know. I I think. Which is I, how I he think met I said him. this could be another fucking family member. I think yeah. I said this to you. I think that Tanaka. the boy is actually the father. He's his own dad. No, that the father has taken over that body. Oh, I see. Oh, no. Nah, I don't think so. No. Only because he's so childish. Everything is... No, we've got to finish the board game. Maybe. I, I, I just... I but then he kid. plays that as an act. That's, That's what he's using. It's hard to tell. Is. It's hard to tell, especially after six episodes. They're not really giving you enough information into that background. No. Then that's the problem. Six episodes in, and you know there's a contract. That's it. Yeah. And he works for the Queen. That's, that's it. That's, that's really all we know. Yeah. And we've and got he, an introduction to some characters. That that is that sums up six episodes. That is a bit three of a episodes worth of content right yeah. there. Yeah. He's that a bit of a Sherlock episodes. Holmes. Yeah. Isn't he really? Well, yeah. No. The kid's intelligent. You can tell. Obviously, he's he's more intelligent than he should be for a child. On that note, it's time for us to chuff off. All you summoners can join us next time where we do episodes 7 to 12 of Black Butler. If you've got any questions or queries or just want to see what we're up to, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at How Not to Summon or join our Discord at How Not to Summon a Podcast or go to our website at hownottosummon.com where we've got all the links on there as well. I've been Shinny Senpai. I've been Jim. I've been Grayson. See you later. See you. Tara. Cool, blimey. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>